Hi everyone, this is Elazar. Welcome back to Relationships Revisited. It's good to be with you once again and happy Hanukkah. So today we're going to do a bit of a soul exploration. And the soul exploration is in terms of how we respond to challenges in our life. And by challenges, I mean pain. By challenges, I mean things that we did not expect difficult situations. And hopefully we'll set up a template. We'll be able to have a guide into what is being asked of us in those moments. Let's use the Torah portions that we're in to do this exploration, going back to last week's parsha of Ayeshev to begin. And in the fourth aliyah there, right, it's right in the middle of the saga with Yosef and his brothers, and Yosef had been thrown into the pit, and then eventually sold to merchants that were going down to Egypt. And it takes a break from that narrative to tell us what happened to Yehuda. Mm. And that aliyah begins, Vayered Yehuda me'esachav, that Yehuda went down away from his brothers. Where did he go? He went to Ishadulami, to a Dulamite man, random person. Eventually, he he meets a Canaanite man and, and marries his daughter, and the whole story that's told there, which eventually eventually has him having relations with his daughter-in-law unknowingly, and um, saying that she should be burnt to death, um, and eventually admitting to that he was the one that that fathered the child, um, or the children, I should say. For all the details, go check it out. But I want to focus on one part of it. Vayered Yehuda me'es echav. And Yehuda went down away from his brothers. How is he, what, what's going on over here? So Rashi clues us in. And Rashi tells us the context. The context is that when the brothers presented Yosef's coat to Jacob, to Yaakov, that bloody coat implied that Yosef had been killed. Jacob is beside himself. He's, he's, he's in terrible pain. And when the brothers saw this, they actually they got upset with Yehuda, and they said, it's your fault. Because you're, if it was, if if you would have said this is a bad idea, if you would have stood up against us, we would have listened to you. You're the leader amongst us. It's your fault that you went along with this. And that is where Yehuda left his brothers. And the Leah, that 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 Aliyah, that fourth Aliyah, has this sense of him being all alone, away from his brothers. There's no mention of his relationship with Hashem. The only mention of Hashem in that Aliyah is Hashem punishing his sons for um, their misdeeds. But there is no connection between Yehuda and anybody. Not God and not other people. And the relationships that he does have are relationships of deception, of deceit, of hiding of dishonesty. And he has to hit rock bottom before he admits that this is, I've been going the wrong way. 
And that is a very common reaction, meaning what Yehuda did before he hit rock bottom. The, his hiding, his escaping, his dishonest relationships. This is what happens when we take our life into our own hands and we pull ourselves away from connection with God and with with people that, with our people. In this case, his brothers, his family. He moved away from his family. And in that alone place, like we know from Bereshis, it's not good to be alone. We become overwhelmed with our experience when we're alone. And that's what was happening to Yehuda. He was overwhelmed with his pain and he tried to deal with it on his own with these different relationships and it didn't work. What eventually did work is when it hit, hit bottom and then from that place he began to return to do tshuva, to admit, and when he said, Sad me many, he acknowledged that the children the twins that his that Tamar, his daughter-in-law, was pregnant with, that was from him. And at that point, there's a possibility for good things to, for reconnection, reestablishment of uh, of being in a um, in a more connected in a more connected world, and new possibilities. Juxtapose that if you if you go to the next aliyah, right right after that Hamishi, it uses the same verb of going down. But it doesn't, instead of saying Vayerid Yehuda and Yehuda went down, here it says Yosef Hurad. Yosef Hurad Mitzrayim and Yosef was brought down. Yosef was in a very difficult situation himself. But it says that he was brought down to Egypt. It, he was, in a sense, surrendered. He was surrendered to the situation, recognizing that something is happening to me, and he felt the divine presence with him. The Zohar actually says that explicitly, that the, he was, the divine presence was brought down with him. And we see that this was the case in his relationships. It says a number of times in that Aliyah that Hashem was with him that he was successful in everything he did. Even his master, Potiphar, saw that God was with him. Yosef never lost a sense of connection. He never went into his own isolated, insulated world of I'm alone and I need to take care of myself into a disconnected place. And as he continued to maintain connection, even as Potiphar's wife set him up after her failed after her failed seductions, set him up to be thrown into prison. He was still successful there. He still felt this happening to him, not to him, I should say, for him, that God is with him and he's supposed to be here. So even when he was in jail, he was conscious, he was aware, and he sees the butler and the baker one day were his were his cellmates or prison mates. And he says to him, he says to him, Why do you guys look so sad, so despondent, so bad today? And that elicited from them their dreams, which he interpreted, which later when the butler was reinstated, the butler said to Paro, and Paro had his dreams, hey, there's this guy, this Jewish guy in, in prison that I was with, and he knows how to interpret dreams. Maybe he could help. 
Yosef was summoned out of jail. Pyro was impressed. And he made Yosef into Mishnah Lamelech II to the king. That was all because of Yosef's ongoing sense of connection, Hashem Ito. That Hashem was with him and everything he did was successful. He didn't lose that sense of connection to the bigger picture, even as he was going through a very challenging situation. But he never forgot that God is with me and I'm not alone here. And that allowed him to continue to stay present and regulated and not lose his sense of connection to himself, to his God, and to his surroundings. And that presence impacted other people and it opened up it opened up new possibilities. There was one small place where it closed down, which is interesting. It's where, when the, the when he interpreted the butler's dream, and he told the butler, you're going to be reinstated as Paro's butler. When you do, remember me, because I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. I didn't do anything wrong. And I was thrown into this place. So remember me and mention me to Paro that I should, I should be taken out of this place. And the sages tell us that because he put his trust in the butler and not in Hashem, he stayed there for another couple of years. That moment, there was that moment that closed down, the awareness closed down because he became disconnected from the larger context and he Oh, this is what I need to do. I need to tell you, Butler, to remember me. And in that disconnection, for a person of Yosef's level, a person of Yosef's awareness, that was something that was not successful for him. Because, well, that's not why he was there, and that's not who he was. So in that one moment where he kind of went into more of, a, of an urgent, I need to save myself type of place, that actually didn't bode well for him. But we see this juxtaposition between Yehuda, who felt alone. He left his brothers. He left Hashem. He left. He left. His, he, he he became disconnected, and that all that that led to. And right there, the same verb, verb, the next Aliyah, Yosef, who was brought down. The Shechina was with him. The divine presence was with him. Hashem is with him, and maintaining that state of connection and awareness and consciousness, he was able to not only survive but thrive but thrive and and bring about ultimately as you know he said he became the second in command to paro which with his interpretation of the dreams and the storing of grain saved I don't know, saved humanity from a from a devastating famine saved his family certainly right, we were able to come down and and buy grain that was all because of his ability to recognize Hashem is with me, did not lose connection. So that this that's the template that we're trying for ourselves as whatever we go through is the first state before we do anything, before we re react, the first thing is to surrender. And surrender does not mean to give up, just the opposite. It means to recognize that this is happening for me. Hashem is with me. I'm not alone here. I'm not being cast out. I'm not being thrown away. I'm not being um, I'm not being exiled. Hashem is with me. I may physically be in a state of exile, being a place where I shouldn't be, but I'm not alone. 
And once we surrender to that, that Hashem is with me, I don't know exactly why this is happening, but I know that I'm not alone here. From there, we can maintain our presence of mind and, and, and connection so that whatever is in front of us, we can tune into it. And then good opportunities will follow from that, as opposed to Yehuda, who in a state of loneliness, well, became overwhelmed with his experience and was managed it to the best of his ability, but all his solutions were not real solutions because they were in a place of his isolated self, which only when he was when he was broken down and hit rock bottom and he was able to acknowledge that, yep, uh, this is not working. From that place, well, then new uh, new life could come, but it, he had to go there. He had to get to that place first. So I hope this makes sense. I hope this keeps. Uh, keeps helps us keep in mind that Hashem is always with us, and when we recognize in the, in, in the most difficult situations where it's hardest to do so, that will give us and and buoy us so that we can be aware and responsive in the most well most divinely aligned way possible, and that will actually lead to um, to healing and redemption. Thanks for joining me here. Relationships revisited. Wishing everybody a beautiful, illuminating Hanukkah and look forward to being with you next time here in the space between. <laughs>